Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Xbox the Box at Xbox Podcast. My name is Tavish and I am with my good friend Alice. How are Alice? How are you today? Hi. We're it's here spooky next... season now, so I think, yeah, we just so got bad. to October, autumn's full swing, and we already like decorated ourselves with uh, some spooky profile pictures as Ooh. well as spooky titles, so, spooky but yeah, time. it's just... I just like made myself a spooky version of myself, so I don't know if you can see it, but nice. hey. Uh, yeah, so we're in spooky season. This is also episode 21, so we're le- legally able to drink in America, because that's how Americans have it at 21. It's 18 over here. I, I think 21 seems... It feels weird that 21 is the legal age for in America to me, but there you go. It's just one of those things. Yeah, we're in spooky-tober. Or sp- spooktober. <laughs> I got time. myself a Tasmo and some pumpkin spice syrup. So Ooh. I've always got lots of drinks. Because normally, when it comes to pumpkin spice latte, yeah. the nearby Costa only does like maple and hazelnut drinks. So oh, the nearest Starbucks is like about 15 or 20 mile, uh, minutes away just to get to the pumpkin spice latte. And because it's a drive through, I think if it's the motorway service type of thing, yeah. The price of the pumpkin spice latte is like um, about high end price. Yeah, service prices are ridiculous. It's always like double the price almost. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, we're, we said this last week as well. We're in fall now, are we? Autumn uh, before mm-hmm. for, the, for the Americans. It's the fall, the fall. Um, <laughs> the leaves are, all the leaves are brown and the sky is grey. Try to remember what that song is. <laughs> that's the lyric to a song. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got a lot to get through today. Um, so I mean, we should just get on with it, I guess. So uh, what, what have you been playing? And I just realised I got topic of the show and big right in the middle of the screen, which is not right. But that's okay. What have we been playing? <laughs> uh, have you, have you uh, been playing anything interesting, Alice? Just... Uh... Dipping my finger into Pice, which is just to play Hugh and uh, Celeste, just to get the achievements for Microsoft Rewards, and that's Ooh, it. Nice. Oh, lovely! I mean, I like to get achievements. I've been, I've been re- in, really into Grounded. I'm obsessed with it. It's bloody brilliant. I love it. I've got a hot take that people might not like to hear, but I think the Grounded is a better is better than any first party game that came out from Sony this year so far. I think it's better than Horizon. I think it's better than I'll I'll say it. <laughs> I think Grounded is up there. It's and it's up there in my game of the year conversation. I'd say it's uh, top three for for sure. Up there with Deathloop and uh, Elden Ring for sure for me. Really fun. Really even Stray. It. Yeah, even Stray, especially Stray. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> not enough usually into Stray. Um, Grounded so good though. I really enjoyed it. It reminds me of playing Minecraft back in the like. When I first started playing Minecraft when I was in university, we used to play so much Minecraft survival, and it just reminds me of that. And it's just, I like the art style, I like the the environment, I just like the game a lot. It's a lot of fun. I'd highly recommend playing Grounded. It's so much fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm glad I, I waited till the full version as well, because if I if I played, I don't think I would like the alpha version as much. I'd quite like that it's all polished and there's like actual objectives and stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, have you played Grounded yet? I did. I only played it for fifteen minutes. I just got to end on like 
just trying to collect the resources and everything. But yeah. I was trying to figure out how to cook some weevil meat, and that's before I get killed by a spider. Oh, don't do that. Ooh. Uh, you get you get a uh, spit roast thing, and then you stick the weevil meat on that. I've built like two houses, so you can you can join my world at some point. We'll have we'll play some of that. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I like. Found yeah, this bit... I think I would. I could do with that because I just think like it's just like learning how to play again. And it's yeah. you said this about Minecraft and how accessible it is. Yeah. But there's a lot of things with it. Like you have very different control controls. Yeah. Like it gives you a eight uh, eight boxes at the bottom. But yeah. you don't like use tri- triggers to select between them. You had yeah. to use a quick wheel to select them. So would... I'm just like having a bit of a steep learning curve of it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say it's as easy as Minecraft. though. it's hard. It's def- it's definitely harder than Minecraft to play. It's it's a more difficult game for sure. Uh, and like everyone keeps saying to me that uh, wait until you start fighting the bosses, and I'm on my own playing the game. It's like because they say is. The, you should be playing it with other people because playing it on your own, you're not going to be able to beat any of the bosses. So, I have a, I have like a, I've just been building my house at the moment. Just got leaf walls built up. I found like this area which had like lasers shooting at it, which is like man-made, like looks like a like tape tape recorder. And I just built my wall around the outside of it so they could some monsters could get in. And then I built another house outside with like just out of grass walls as well. So yeah, I've got a couple of beds, got baskets and stuff. So when you want to play, we'll play some online. Definitely try and try and get to mm. get some progress. I'm really enjoying it. As I said, it's up there now with my uh, game of the year contenders. It's it's up there with Deathloop and uh, Elden Ring for me. I'm really enjoying it. As I said, it reminds me of playing Minecraft. It's harder than Minecraft for sure, though. If you've never played a survival game, it might be quite hard, quite hard to just jump straight in. But if you've played survival games before, you you'll get the gist of it. And it's, it'll you'll pick it up eventually. Uh, but mm. yeah, I really enjoyed that. If so, that's all I've been playing this week is grounded, and I played a little bit of Deathloop as well, which is still awesome. Um, and and I've been busy with other things too like not only i've been like reading more books but october meant i started a new drawing challenge i did and it's doing a october month of ruby fan art based on a particular character okay right yeah yeah um Oh, is this, is this Salem again? I can't remember. I've yes, never, yeah, that one. yeah, yeah, that one. It's Salami Tober, so I just, yeah. yeah, I just did it last year, and I'd done a lot of Salem fan art, and yeah. this, so I just thought I would do it this year, and this time I'm going to be taking on a multiverse approach. So I just laid out this calendar for anyone who likes to try it. So yeah. if it's on a particular day you want to do some like fan art or based on movie, then it's there. So I yeah. just made a bunch of pictures in the moment, and I'm just hoping they would get more attention. But I think there's like two pictures are done, followed by another one, which is where it's based on the manga, which is like "Don't Toy with Me, Miss Natakino Two, whatever that is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but the cool. first one is where Team Ruby like kneels in front of Salem. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not super into Ruby, but I I know I, you showed me art. And I I really think it's quite good stuff. I I, I wish I could uh, draw. I'm not a very talented drawer, so it's, yeah, it makes me a bit jealous. 
Uh, I used to draw a lot yeah. when I was a kid, but I haven't really been draw. I haven't drawn much since like university and all that. I guess I've been uh, mm. about this. <laughs> Uh, I've also been writing my book too, but because I've been doing so much work on my art that I'm just like, it's just, where do I put it? Struggling to find more time and also suffer from like maladaptive daydreaming, which like every day it just takes away hours from, yeah. takes away productivity hours. So I just procrastinate more and it's just more difficult because outside it's getting colder now and i've already yeah. like started to wear jeans more often outside right it's, it's, it's the weather's it's not been great it's been uh being cold yeah uh yeah I, i've been more uh, i've had my car i've had my car taken in for an mot so i have to do lots of walking this week so i'm a bit exhausted to be honest the, the dog's happy she's had like six or seven walks this week but <laughs> like really long ones but uh yeah, I'm, I'm shattered, I'm exhausted, and, and the weather's been horrible as well, so it hasn't helped. Um, yeah, so I've, like, so that's really all we've been playing, I guess. Uh, should we move on to the news? Sure. Yeah, so we I had quite a lot of news stories, but our, main, our topic of the show is quite big, so we're going to, I've cut a lot of it out. So, uh, so we've got a couple of news stories to get through. So Stadia is dead. Google has killed Stadia. What do you? What As do you think? expected. Yeah, it's not been it's not been a triumph, is it? If they did like a game no. pass service where you like rent, like you like like paying a certain amount and then you have access to a library of games, I think it would have worked better. But the fact you have to pay for Stadia and then you have to pay for games on top of that, and then like yeah, is is bad. Like uh, at least they're giving out refunds, which is nice. But yeah, I that's good. Uh, bear in mind that this service was asking for a lot of trouble because it relies on a streaming only service, and yeah. it's certainly the first one of the first things that Google has actually gotten into. Yeah. But what it turned out is that streaming wasn't that great, and somehow they didn't have a lot of people coming in, so it just ends up as one of the products Google has scrapped. Like they've been doing the many products, and then they've been scrapping them. So it wasn't that surprising for me that no. Stadia was like cancelled. It's just a question of like how come it took longer for it to be cancelled. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I also I feel like Xbox has the right. I know it's, I'm an Xbox fanboy, so I'm going to say this, but uh, I feel like Xbox has the right approach when it comes to streaming. That you can buy the games physically, have a physical console, download the games physically, but if you want to stream the games, you can. Is an option, not the only way of doing things, you know. So it's like the Xbox gives you the option to stream your games and do it like Stadia, but you also have the option to not do that if you don't want to. And I think a lot, a lot of people have the internet availability to do streaming to like the levels that they want. Like I'll stream a handful of games on my Xbox, mainly to do like the the weekly challenges and stuff instead of downloading the whole game. I'll just stream it for like ten seconds, just to hit a, to do a challenge on the challenge page. Uh, mm, that's it, a good idea. Yeah, and I played Gears of War Judgment on my i on my Android tablet in my office. Mm. Uh, that was okay, but it's still not as good as the real thing. And I think, as I said, I feel like Xbox has done the correct thing here by 
I'm giving you the option to stream. So it's not it's not the only, it's not like Xbox has gone. We're not making consoles anymore. You have to stream everything for from us now going forward, like Stadia basically. <laughs> Uh, I think they've done the right thing by giving you the option to buy a console and to buy discs if you want and to download stuff physically and you know like actually have like like st- yeah play stuff physical oh, physical hardware and I'm glad they they've said their physical hardware is not going anywhere anytime soon so you know the next Xbox hopefully will still be a physical box and we're not going to be reliant on I don't I think obviously streaming is the future but I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, it's, now, how does this compare yet. to PlayStation Now? Yeah, I, I mean, PlayStation Now has been around for a while as well. It was like, was it guy? It was Gaikai, wasn't it, when they first bought it? I've not tried PlayStation Now to be perfectly honest. I'm not sure how good the quality is. Uh, I still think, obviously, streaming will never be the same as physical hardware, but I think it will get to the point where it's close enough that people will just have that. I mean, it's like Netflix and YouTube, isn't it? Like we watch, we watch stuff. Everyone watches stuff online now. It's mm. very rare that you buy a DVD or a Blu-ray unless you're really a big fan of something. I think it's gonna, the gaming yeah. is going to go the same way eventually, but obviously it's such a so much. You need so much processing power and stuff, and the internet has the, the delay can't be. It has to be minimal for it to be effective, you know. The delay cannot be more than like a second, or it's gonna completely throw you off. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, Stadia, I think, in principle, is a good idea, but they they approached it all the wrong way, and they didn't have any good exclusives either. They just basically had, you could buy Cyberpunk for the full price on Stadia, or just buy it on Xbox. Like that's literally what the option was. So most people would just buy well, the physical version. I right? have to, I have to like interrupt you because. I've been looking around and I just found out that premium is usually the one that gives you cloud streaming now. Yeah. It doesn't tell you like how much you get to pay for it because you get like essential or extra PlayStation Plus because it's no longer like PlayStation Now. It's actually PlayStation Plus. So oh, you're on about PlayStation they, Now. Yeah, okay. So you're now like... Yeah, it's part of the PlayStation... Extra, yeah, it's PlayStation Plus. But yeah. you can pay extra to get the game catalog, but you had to pay for premium to get the classics catalog game trials as well yeah. as cloud streaming. So pl- just going to check the prices at the moment. Yeah, a PlayStation with the uh, you can't natively play PS3 games on the PlayStation. You have to. You can only play PS3 through via streaming. So if you want to play any PS3 games, you have to stream them. You can't play them on the physical hardware. But that's another thing as well. So, for example, God of War trilogy or whatever on PS3, you'd have to stream that from the PlayStation, which is not ideal. <clears throat> well, I, uh, I think it just goes in the same way as I think as the Nintendo Switch Online, where you only pay it in like one month, three months, or even twelve yeah. months. Yeah. So That's how it works. Yeah. The, but yeah, that. The extra you pay like the same price as what you pay for Ultimate Game Pass, whereas Premium is just like thirty pounds forty nine a month, yeah. which you can save by paying like one hundred pounds every year. So, yeah, I mean, so I, I think I, it's just. I mean, I, I did bring it up last week, but they they also 
Xbox with with Logitech announced a handheld like the like a, a portable Xbox, which is like three hundred quid, but it's pure stream. It's all streaming. And as, as again, I don't think we're quite there with the streaming content that it would be ideal to buy a console, a handheld console that you only can stream on and use no physical, there's like no physical hardware part. It's just, it's just a streaming device. Uh, I did mention that last week, but it's like 400 quid for a streaming Xbox handheld by Logitech. Um so I mean, again, it's it's the Xbox. You can tell that's what they're aiming to do. They want everyone on Call of Duty playing it on their the iPads and stuff in the future. That's like their ultimate goal, I think, is getting everyone on Game Pass playing Call of Duty on their iPads and <laughs> trying to get all the casual gamers in. But we're still a couple of years away from that, I think, uh, a, a good five six years away, I would imagine. I don't think, I don't think the streaming hard. We're not, we're not quite there yet. We need to get to like, no. uh, like, uh, like terabyte internet. I think like there's a couple of places that have like, uh, Google, Google Fiber or whatever in America, which probably runs stuff pretty well off the stream. But most places are, are not capable of doing good, uh, streaming. And so Google Stadia was the first casualty, really. I mean, you could say uh, mm. there's. There's, there's been other companies who've tried it before as well, but you'd think with Google behind it, Google Stadium could succeed, but no. It's an absolute failure. It's, it's like, if, like what I've been hearing is essentially Google saw that Microsoft were buying Bethesda for $7 billion, and then they were like, nah, this is too much expensive for us to keep doing it at this rate, we can't compete, and then they just pulled out, which is a shame, because, you know... Like, Google have managed to get YouTube working. I mean, that, so they have a streaming service, like a video streaming service. So I'm surprised they couldn't get gaming streaming working to the, the level that they would like. I'm surprised they gave yeah. up so quickly, to be honest. I thought they would put a bit more of a fight than what they have. Well, yeah, so it's just... Um, I think it's also disappointing because I know one of the developers at Launchpad who actually built the game called Get Packed and it's oh, by yeah. Moonshine Studios. They sent out the Google to create this game and release it on Stadia as an exclusive. However, Stadia launched and it took months before they release a uh, slightly improved version of their game, Get Packed, over to um, like PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Then you just have this like other game called, I think it was uh, I don't know, it was just Trying to find out the game. Yeah. Because, actually, I think... Oh, because I think there's another uh, game that is like it, and it's just took yeah. more uh, notice of it. And I think yeah. it's just got more popular there, so... <clears throat> yeah, I mean... But it did, it did somehow, like, uh, release there, and has a bit of a niche uh, reception. Yeah. But I think the problem is, like, they got themselves to stay there. Stay there, fell down. So now I'm just like, worried of what's going to happen to the Moonshine Studios and yeah. whether it's likely that they would end up creating a new game for a different console. Uh, you'd, you'd think they would have to, wouldn't they? I mean, like Hideo Kojima, they, had a, they were going to make a game, he was going to make a game on... Uh... Stadia as well, and they pulled that, and, and a couple of other company, other 
developers were making games for Stadia and they just closed they just closed Stadia without even telling their developers they were going to close it, which is mad. Uh, and then they refunded everyone as well. It's it's uh, it's bonkers. Uh, my hair's a mess as well, so it's really distracting me. <laughs> but yeah, it's really bo- it's really bonkers. It's like um, I don't. I never really got into Stadia. I think they 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 took the wrong approach. I think if they if they took a Game Pass approach, or if they had some kind of physical hardware as well as Stadia, I think they could have had a chance. But the gaming market is very uh, competitive at the moment. So you know, Sony and Xbox are ruling the roost, and you got Nintendo doing their own thing as well. Um, yeah, well, bear mind and all sorts, you know. No, I think Mobile. they're not trying to take it seriously, though, because it's not the case that they try to make this a service and wherever they see the approach works. They actually tapped into this potential of cloud streaming for games. Like, yeah. there's PlayStation now, uh, only it's integrated with PlayStation. And what the Google hoped is they would have done the same with Chromecast, where it makes it easy for anyone to, like, stream games from anywhere. Yeah. But what it turned out is something that did not work in the end. And so no. they thought it's better to just end it. Just kill it. And give refunds to everyone. So it's yeah. just like, they just treat it as some kind of experiment, then yeah. a, some kind of service that they're hoping to achieve. But oh, I can yeah. see this like with Oya, which it was yeah. hyped up to be a console which you can hook up to your TV. Yeah. And it's going to be like really good for indie games. But it turned out it was an absolute shit show. Yeah, I bought a new year as well. I, I wish I did. So I, I backed it on Kickstarter. Um, yeah, it would be good for developers, and it didn't turn out very well. There's, there's lots of failing consoles. You know, like it's it's very difficult to get into this industry. I mean, like the Dreamcast, like was the last Sega console. You know, there's other people who have tried to get into the console space, uh, and just not succeeded. You know. Um, I can one see, of the give more you successful ones. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I can, I can give you an interesting story though about the Oya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I didn't back it on Kickstarter. However, I almost like paid like a hundred quid for it in game. All right. But I ended up spending half that money by not going for the Oya and get The Last of Us on like PlayStation Three. All right, okay. <laughs> so now, but now it'd be seventy dollars if you bought the if you bought the Last of Us now on PS Five. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> why? Why is it so expensive? Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. Stadia. Uh, pour it out for the Stadia. We, you will not be missed. I'm sorry. I should. I, that sounds mean, but it's true. You won't be. No one cares. Bye. 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 Stadia. Stadia. I don't think. Uh, but the question uh, is, the question is like, you know, the controllers. I mean, do you think anyone's gonna get around to getting the uh, controllers to work with anything else outside the stadia, or is it just like a paper? That's a good point. Maybe. I mean, you you should be able to use it on um, on Xbox Game Pass, like online, because you can use the PS5 controller and PS4 controllers. So, you, you, like, if you, mm. you could probably use it on PC and on uh, your iPads and stuff. But, yeah, it is, It is like, you know, 
what, what I was just thinking is that when the, when the Dreamcast died, everyone was sad, and now people go back and look at it nostalgically, and people like like the Dreamcast, and they bought like people buy Dreamcasts and stuff, and they'll buy the games, and it's like nostalgic. If it was nostalgic for Gilgul Stadium, what are they gonna do? Like, there's nothing they can do. They can't go back. Like, in ten years' time, if someone's nostalgic for Google Stadia, there's no physical thing for them to go back to. Well, it's not going to come back. They failed. It didn't work. And even no. if the streaming is better, then you'll definitely get more better streaming services with PlayStation and Xbox. Xbox Plus, sure. it's quite likely that another company like Amazon may even like bring out. Uh, streaming services like if a Google were to return over the stadia again it's just not going to hit hit it in the same way as what other companies yeah, did sure. like a, there was an attempt to bring out the Nokia 3300 and it didn't go too well and it's no. just like like other companies like oh we had a product that went out service and now we're just bringing it back and then people yeah. will like be skeptical and not get it because they know it failed to perform it's just like looking at a roller coaster that has crashed before. And you feel like you don't want to go on there in case it crashes again. <laughs> no, that's true, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, this, if people were nostalgic, like the, like, the, like the 10, 15 people who actually did get a stadia, if they're nostalgic, they, they can't go back and play it ever again. So that's just sad in a way because it's gone. It's literally in the cloud and evaporated into, into nothingness. There is no... I suppose you can look at the controller and go, I remember using this controller back in the day. But apart from that, there's not really much you can do. So rip, rest in peace. Um, so the next, so I'm going to move on to the next move uh, story. Well, oh, before we, oh, yeah, I did find out uh, something else that it, it is true that you can actually use your Stadia controller with your PC for Steam, oh, you or you can use it on your Android tablet to play with Xbox Cloud Gaming. So you if, you, if you're if you not keen on like Stadia, but you like the controller, then there's this option for you. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, play some, play but, some Game Pass with your Stadia controller. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Team Game Pass. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so our next story is well the... either way it's no longer available so you pretty much yeah. missed out on the chance unless you go to ebay for it oh i'm gonna be so i'm so sad that i missed my opportunity to waste money on stadia <laughs> waste my time yeah uh yeah so next big new story is that disney wants to release a star wars game every six months which is insane it's a bit of like overkill, slightly, just a little bit, a lot. Yeah, That's... I think this sounds as if they're going to be making mobile games and shovelware. Yeah, shovel. The the mobile games is what I was thinking as well. Like, so maybe a lot of it will be mobile games. So I can't I really when they say every six months, I can't picture it being Fallen Order, Battlefront, or like I can't imagine it being big console games every six months. I think it'd be like probably some kind of shovelware game and then like a big game at the end of the year probably every six months but still it's yeah i mean i love star wars but it's so saturated like i i watch all the tv shows and that on disney plus but i'm watching endor uh, andor at the moment which is good but i'm like i feel like i'm even getting star wars down and i love star wars i'm like i'm kind of i'm kind of getting a bit it's getting a bit much you know there's so much it's too much star wars like, 
I just think it's not that great because, like, Star Wars films, you got a sequel trilogy, but yeah. now this is like moved on to like doing more isolated properties. Like, there's Mandalorian, there's yeah. Solo. It's just like as if they're just adding stories just to like uh, steadily, uh, well, put out the narrative without having yeah. to put up big trilogies and bring out some more ideas. And I feel yeah. this is what this is heading to. Much like in the way, like, uh, I think it's just the same feeling that you get all this cool stuff with the MCU yeah. stuff, but now it's just like Star Wars, not so interesting, and there's like MCU Phase War, which is well, Phase Four, which is Phase not four, that yeah. great. No, so I think it's just like it. It's just as if Disney Plus is just like going in this slow incline towards the bottom. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Star Wars is that we had, like, we had the original trilogy for years, and then we had, and it's like, oh, there's a massive gap, and then it's the prequels, and everyone was like, ooh, Star Wars is coming back, yay! And then we had a gap between the prequels and then the sequels, and it's like, yeah, Star Wars coming back again, yay! It's like, but now it's like, oh, we're still here. It's like you haven't left. You gotta, you gotta leave for a little bit for us to actually miss you. Because we don't miss Star Wars at all. Because it's it's not gone anywhere. It's still around. It, ever since. And yet made... you have like, you have like a very divided fandom. Like they're yeah. just preferring like prequels, sequels, and even the original trilogies. And it's a bit yeah. of a mess. And it hosts a lot of hate thems. But yeah. I think I... if I was to have my opinion on Star Wars, I would say prequels are better than sequels. Ooh, but nothing can beat the original trilogy. No, see, the original trilogy is the best. I prefer the sequels to the prequels, but I also... <laughs> uh, Rogue One's probably the best non-original Star Wars film. Like, so, like... like Four, five, six, obviously, untouchable, untouchable best films ever. I would say Rogue One's probably the next one on the list then. And then... I, 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 I like all the Star Wars films. That's the thing. I'm a re really big fan of Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I love the TV shows. I love the films. But I'm like... Even I'm kind of going like, okay... Enough now. I need a break. Can you stop? Can you, can you slow down, please? Like, even I'm getting a bit sick of it, and I'm like a massive Star Wars fan, and I'm like, oh, it's, getting, it's too much. Like, I'm watching I'm Andor, like a... and I'm enjoying it, but it's like, it's just, yeah, even that, I was like, I could do with a bit more of a break, to be honest. I just feel like, I just feel like I have more nostalgia of, like, episodes one to six, and all this, like, yeah. retro stuff before the millennium, because I just think, Fair. like, the joy of seeing episode one in the cinema, like despite others are just like not keen on about it, it's still like yeah. really exciting. It's like episode two is like mm, meh, and then there's like episode three, and I think oh, to be honest, in the end, it just turns out to be really nice. Although the dialogue is just like meh. it's awful. The dialogue's awful, but episode three is the best one of the of the prequels to show. Mm. <laughs> I love. I love, like also gets so mean horrible. to death. Yes, yeah. that's the thing. It's so quotable and memeable, and that's the thing. Everyone likes the prequels now, but the t back in the day, no one liked the prequels, and they all and now everyone likes them because of the meme quality. They're such they're so <laughs> memeable, but uh, yeah, I think I think the sequel trilogy gets a lot more hate than it deserves. I think there's a lot of uh, people like oh, woman main character are bad, and all all the like this ever. It's like okay. Like Ray I think they could just get a bit like nah. I'm not. I'm like that's not true. I I I, I, I get the. Star I just War. think I... we're getting a bit off the top of the rails now, but I think Wars, I would yeah. say it's just 
yeah, it's just one thing to say is that my opinion is never going to be changed to say that pod racing is always going to be good, no oh, matter how you look at it. So that's pod racing. It's just that people are not talking about it and instead fussing about the sequels and everything associated with it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of drama, but where's the pod racing? It's pod cool. racing's great, yeah. Pod ra- it's so yeah. random, pod racing. They just randomly <laughs> choked that in episode one. And it's like, yeah. Pod ra- the pod racing games have been great as well. Oh, yes. I love yes. pod racing. This is that. that is the only thing I like about the, the, the episode one. <laughs> oh, and I, I liked um, Qui-Gon as well in Darth Maul. There's some good stuff in episode one, I must say. But there you go. Um, yeah, so Star Wars well, every six think... months. Too much. I think we're you know what this reminds me of, though, is in the 80s, like, there's, like, Star Wars films. You get an abundance yeah. of, like, different Star Wars cartoons, like oh, Ewoks yeah. and Droids. Yes. I feel that I Disney's going into this sort of thing with games, too. So yeah. I'd probably be expecting the Ewoks game to come over soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I'm trying to be optimistic about is that you could maybe, like, with gaming, you could do, like, lots of different genres, so you could go like a Star Wars RTS or a Star Wars first person shooter or a Star Wars like RPG or you know like it's not they're not all going to be exactly the same. So I mean maybe that that might be an optimistic take on it. I guess I don't know. A Star Wars game every six months seems a bit excessive to me. And I love the MC again. It's like what you were saying with the MCU. Where I feel like that's going the same way as well. It's a bit overkill. Try try new things. Try make new IPs. Like, why are we so reliant on long IPs? It's so annoying. Um, yeah, like it's like 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 I'm going off topic a little bit here, but I was just like PlayStation announced it. Well, the rumor is they're making Horizon again, remaking that. It's like, can you make some new things, please? Stop remaking the same games you've already made. Make mm, new stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I'm a really <laughs> huge fan of Xbox at the moment because they they. They got a big list of games that are like brand new that we've got like like avowed and stuff like that. I'm like super excited for it. I'm just like yes, please more new stuff, new stuff thing, new things, please. Grounded was amazing. More of that, more of that. Um, and then I've got one more new story is the the giant bomb podcast. We're talking about how Xbox have been approaching Japanese studios to try and buy a Japanese studio. Um, what Japanese studio would you want Xbox to buy? I think we've discussed this before. Uh, my money would be on Sega. Is that's what I would want Xbox to buy? <laughs> if they can, if it was, if I was, if I was Phil, I would buy Sega. Uh, that would be my go-to. I don't know about you. What would you think? Uh, do you mean a publisher and no, not studio? Uh, well, both. They they said they've been approaching everyone in Japan, everyone who's willing to listen in Japan. They said they've been looking at small publishers, big publishers, small studios, big studios, all sorts, independent and giant studios. They've been look. They've really much approached everyone. Apparently, I think it's just. Uh, I think the Sega is a safe choice compared to others because I think it's interesting to see like. Capcom and Namco, and it's really yeah. hard to see like other Japanese studios with Xbox, even though the Team Ninja is like more yeah. friendly with them. But for them, if they were to buy Sega, which would have been a great decision, they yeah. also had to deal with the Atlas t- Atlas Two because yeah. they handled the publishing rights to like Sega as well. So I would want I would want Sega. I, I 
if, if they bought Capcom, I think the PSP Trust guys would probably be, be a bit sad. They'd be very sad because they're obsessed with Street Fighter and uh, Resident Evil. I can't take that away from them. <laughs> they, they would be too upset. <laughs> uh, Sega, though. Just wait uh, until... Just wait until they like get enough money from that Activision deal, and then they can yeah. like buy Capcom. <laughs> yeah, if they buy Capcom, they're gonna lose their mind. Uh, but I would like Sega because, we, we, like, I know they've we, they've got Banjo and they got Crash and they're gonna have Spyro and stuff. But I feel like they haven't got enough mascots, and I think having Sonic would be a really good thing. And it'd be like you could sell the Xbox in Japan as the Sega Xbox, you know, and you could like. And then you'd also have a massive wealth of JRPGs. So you get like Persona, you get Yakuza. And it would just it would be a really good I think it's like it fits. And they've got a good relationship, Sega and Xbox as well. If it, like and like Xbox like we were saying earlier, Sega has a good history with consoles. Like they know what they they've been in the market for long like a longer time. So it's like I don't know, I just feel like they'd have a, they'd be a good fit for each other. I think they like uh finally get Sega back on its feet a bit and like they could use the Sega name to try and get people in Japan more interested in the Xbox brand, you know? I think it'd be a good I think it'd be a good company to get into to into the fold, to be honest. There's lots of little things as well. As I said, like getting Sonic would be incredible. Having Sonic on yes. the box. Master Chief Sonic, uh, Captain Price, uh, Crash Bandicoot and uh, Dover King. There we go. All them on the box, <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> I feel it's just like it's gonna be the Smash Bros. game. Disney. <laughs> it will just make Microsoft the Disney of companies. Yeah, I think Sega is like the next biggest thing after like Nintendo, really, when it comes to those type of IPs as well. When it comes to like big Japanese IPs, I think. I mean, I suppose you could say Square. But I, I'm 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 not first on Square. Uh, Square. Uh, I feel like Square and Sony, like they already kind of. That seems like inevitable at, at this point. Don't, don't you think, or, or am I am I crazy? I don't know. To be honest, <laughs> Nintendo. Like it, it, it would be a shock now. Nintendo just buys everyone. It's like what what's going on? <laughs> uh, I just Tencent, think. I think it's better for like Nintendo to get a Game Pass service or get one by yeah. Microsoft because I think there's a lot of good games on it. But I think the trouble is just like without some kind of a, like subscription service, it just means you had to end up like paying uh, money for games, and sometimes yeah. people can't really like buy all the games and just yeah. end up having to save their money and like make huge choices to put on the Switch, which is a but shame they because ha- Switch is like a really interesting handheld. I do like the Switch, but the Switch does have a subscription service, doesn't it? It has a, you could get the, all the NES, Super Nintendo, GameCube, not GameCube, um, N64, uh, Sega as well, Dreamcast, not Dreamcast, Genesis. I'm messing up here. Basically, they got like a couple of libraries you could get with the the the, uh, the Nintendo Switch. It's all retro games, so they got like the retro version of Game Pass, haven't they already? And if you get the premium version, you get all the Mario, like all the Mario Kart DLC they're bringing out, and uh, DLC for Animal Crossing and stuff as well, all bundled in. So they do have a subscription service, but it's not for their modern games. It's all for like their retro games, which I think is a smart way of doing it, to be honest. Because 
no one's got a better retro catalog than Nintendo, have they? Like, like no, no one's got a better back back catalog than Nintendo. You know, even with all the companies uh, Xbox owns, they know even close to having a catalog of backwards back IP as Nintendo does. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I just think. I think there's a lot of potential for like Nintendo to do this stuff, and as you say, subscription yeah. services. I think it's mainly for like retro games, but even say yeah. you just go into the eShop and you've got like vouchers where you buy the game and then you pay yeah. for another game at the reduced price. Yeah. But I just think, I think it should allow people some choice with things like Game Pass, for instance. Yeah, they could do with some kind of Game Pass alternative. If they paid, yeah, their 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 quality of their games is very good. Like. Uh, I could I could see people buying into that definitely. I mean, I, I've I've already bought Bayonetta three. It's already pre pre installed, <laughs> and I've I've already pre ordered Pokemon as well because I'm you know I love Pokemon, so I'm the, I'm part of the problem I suppose <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, so yeah, I mean, so if you so let's say the Activision deal's done, and it's all settled, everything's done, and then and so and then what. Where would you put your money? Where do you think Xbox is going? Which Japanese studio or publisher do you think Xbox will be buying after the Activision deal is done? What would you? Where would you place your money? So, so we'll like put good. Uh, well, developer is likely to be Team Ninja because Ooh, of how much they support the Xbox. But there could be other Japanese developers that Xbox could buy. So, but yeah. it depends really. Platinum that's where the publisher. Yeah, Sega would definitely be the. Well. Sega, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Sega would be the publisher to buy too. Yeah, because I was saying Platinum. They were de- like a couple of months ago. They were like going, please Xbox, please buy us. And they were kind of they're desperate to get bought because they 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 struggling to keep up with their finance. They're trying to they're struggling at the moment. Platinum Games, uh, obviously. There was a uh, Scalebound, which is obviously an Xbox uh, game that was announced for Platinum. They would love to remake that, so they want Xbox to buy them. So that would be a good purchase. But then, yeah, my, as I said, Sega, get Sega. It makes th- all the sense of the world. It's the per- the perfect fit, I think. <laughs> yeah. Sega! <laughs> I know you're Sega. a Sega fan as well. I I grew up with Nintendo, but I know you're a big Sega fan, so I think you'd be very happy when you were the back catalogue of Sega yeah. games on Game Pass. All this, every Sonic game on Game Pass. Could you imagine? Uh, I would prefer to have a virtual console thing because you know mm. on the Wii where you have a virtual console, you can get any yeah. game you want. Yeah. And then somehow Nintendo turned it into like a I think it was a virtual catalog or some sort like that yeah. but they just offered like Super Nintendo and Nintendo games for like a subscription service Yeah, and I think if Xbox were to do that then that would be sweet because it would be really nice to get a back catalog of like Master System, yeah, Mega Drive definitely. and as well as like Saturn and Dreamcast titles if we're lucky. I would love that yeah just yeah <sighs> Xbox, listen to us. Buy Sega. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, they can't do it now, but yeah, yeah. So, so that's our news for today. We are going to move on to our topic of the show. Um, 
topic of the show. This is this was your idea for the topic of the show. Uh, so you we were going to yes. discuss. We're in, we just hit Q4 of 2022. We're in fall slash autumn, the last three months. What games are coming out in the next three months? Essentially, is I think it's important to talk about it because every end of the year is going to be like so loaded with the games that you would lose yeah. track of what to get them. Like September in, it's just like trying to try out games like Hellsinger and. You suck a parking and even like, uh, like Grand those edge. other games, but Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but I just already got so burnt out that I ended up like <sighs> giving up on the games. I stopped playing Paladins. In fact, yeah. I would only like pop into Paladins, but I've already got burnt out from that. And Halo Infinite is like nothing more. I only yeah. like check it on the shop, but that's about it. Just like go out because yeah. I'm not interested in that. And I tried to get into Grounded, but I just couldn't get into it. So I've just been like looking at books, and I feel I'll be reading more books towards the end of the year because I feel as if I need to save more energy just to like keep the bills afloat. Even yeah. though I'm likely to get advantages in it, but I just don't care whatever what people say since he's like, oh, just enjoy your money and use energy. Well, no, yeah. I just like read books, do my activities, and. Basically, it's just like a feature-packed thing for me to do other things instead of games. So, well, to be honest, I'm not going to buy too many games before the end of the year. I either yeah. got Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I haven't even started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you when you mentioned this topic to me earlier, it was like, I was like, well, I've got Grounded, I've got Deathloop. I'm good. Like I'm pretty much there's nothing else I want to play for the rest of the year. And then I got a big, and then we started listing off the games that are coming out in the next, like in October, November, December. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, there is quite a few games I actually want to play. So I'm not. I'm kind of the opposite to you. I'm looking at this list and like, actually, there's some games in here I really want to play and I'm really excited for. Um, well, I think the common argument that because of the game delays, Xbox didn't have like a lot of games to come up with. And no, yet, that's true. You have to yet to convince anybody that we are getting some like really good games we can look forward to before the end of the year. When yeah. before we were expected to have Forza Eight, uh, I think it's Starfield. Starfield. Yeah, Star. Redfall. I got it right this time. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, Redfall, Starfield, Forza. There was a lot we had thought we were going to get. Halo Battle Royale, which still we haven't even announced yet. Which uh, this one's not even announced. Yeah. Because according to the news, that Halo Battle Royale is either going to arrive in 2024, or it yeah. ends up being in a different uh, engine, which means it could yeah. be a standalone game, which yeah. is points to that Halo Infinite Endless could well be a standalone game instead. So... Yeah. What we most likely go and see is that we could see only more content for Halo Infinite and not so much. But yeah, we're also being said that Season 3 is going to come out this year, but then it's been delayed to March. Yeah, so we haven't got much to look forward to. Well, we, I don't know, we got, we got a, bit, a couple of things. So, I mean, first up, on the, I got a big list of documented games, so we're just going to go through them date by date, I guess. So, October 4th, aka today. Overwatch Two comes out. Uh, are you interested yes. in Overwatch Two? I'm. Yes. I I use Ryan. Is it Reinhardt? 
He has the, the one with the giant shield, with the giant hammer. Is that right, Hurt? Yeah. Uh, you I mean use. Bridgette? Uh, no, I think... Oh, oh, no, right Hart. I think he's right Hart. And then I use um, Reaper as well. Those are the two characters I use the most. <laughs> I haven't played it well, ages. Well, you'll be pleased to know that this is quite literally Overwatch that's been made free to play. So oh, okay. everything you used to in the first game is just basically what you expect in Overwatch 2. What what the Blizzard does is like try to make a secret out of it and like get the campaign in. But what they did is like they now shut down the servers for the original Everwatch, transfer yeah. your coins over to in Blizzard account, so that you can play Overwatch on any system. So because I've been playing on my PlayStation and PC version, I can now yeah. play on Xbox because I get the, my progress coming over from them over to the Xbox. Yeah. But I'm still waiting for when I get to download it because apparently it's free to download and play. So okay. still I'll waiting for that. But uh, so what... far, you have to be warned that the servers are going to be very, very busy on the first day. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to play it. I'm not, probably not going to play it this week. I'll probably play it next week at some point now. Um, yeah, so I, mean... I do have to download it, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, I mean, that's <laughs> something you're excited for. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I kind of went off Overwatch. I played it. I played it a lot when it first came out, but I kind of went off it. Um, I might pick up the new one though. Why not? Why not? Why, I just I think I would rather uh, have a look at it. But I don't yeah. know about the single player. But it's only the multiplayer that's like coming out. So I'm just I mean, uh, gonna be giving it a download, check it out, and see if it's like any better. But the chances yeah. are it's gonna be like the same as Overwatch. Yeah. So I mean, you've been playing. You've been. Pa- You've been playing Paladins, haven't you? Which is very similar, isn't it? They're like quite similar games, aren't they? Paladins and uh, Overwatch, like well, hero shooters, right? Yeah, I think the Paladins is like they are gonna be releasing the new content later in October, probably from next week, and oh, I think it's bad. called. Uh, I think the the last remains is it. Okay. Hang on. Yeah, it's just like. Last Remains is when they introduce a new hero and they have like a couple of uh, like Asian-based skins, probably like similar to Japanese things, and it will be applied to the two characters, plus a bunch of Halloween stuff. But I think from what I've seen, especially with like Constellations update, it's just like there isn't a lot anything same, except you only have like skins and some bits there. And the only thing that keeps it up are the events and stuff like that. But yeah. I think I'm already like seen enough of it. It's like I was like going to be excited enough to keep leveling up on Panadins, and I spent a lot on it. But I just thought, nah, I've just had enough of it, and I just don't really play the game anymore. And yeah, I still got crystals to spend on things, oh, so I'll enough. probably like like buy a few more levels on uh, on the current battle battle pass and then when it comes out then probably it's just a good leaving off uh point so yeah i mean but i, I think really... with overwatch 2 yeah. i'm not that enthusiastic to play it i just might probably play for the few matches and see if it's good yeah. but then chances are i think it's not looking positive at the moment and i think people might be a bit well in, on the fence mounted, so yeah. but we'll just have to see. 
I'm also worried it's going to be a bit like a bit of a sweat fest. A bit like people are like, uh, like I I I like playing shooters and stuff. But I'm worried if I go on there, they'll be like, oh mate, your KD's terrible. You've ruined the game for us. You you lost for us. It's like, well, that's not fun. I don't really want to play a game where I'm like people are that take, taking it that seriously that I'm getting like harassed and stuff for being bad at it or whatever. Because I'm not the best in the first person shooters. I just I play them for fun. And I feel like people who play Overwatch take it way too seriously a lot of the time. So I don't know. I I might download it, give it a try. But if someone, you know, if the audience, if people I talk to online are annoying, I'm probably going to get rid of it, download, delete it, <laughs> delete straight away. <laughs> um, so up next, October 14th, which was, it was actually supposed to be coming out later in October, but they moved the date forward, which is like an unusual thing. Is Scorn. Spooky Scorn. Uh, are you interested in Scorn? I'm not much of a horror person. I think he looks disgusting and creepy and I'm not super <laughs> into it. What, what do you think? I'm not that interested in it, to be honest. No. If, if you're into Spooktober, you love your Halloween stuff, uh, Scorn's supposed to be really good. It looks really interesting. It looks horrific. Um, it, if you want to play it, good for you. Not my thing. I'm not into horror games, but everyone seems everyone seems excited for it. So uh, we will. I will have to look mm. at the reviews for that, but I'm not interested. Uh, okay, so the yeah. next up on, again on the 14th, Dragon Ball: The Breakers. I actually don't know what this is. It's Dragon Ball Z, I assume, right? Uh, it's basically a standalone multiplayer mode, which is based on Dragon Ball Xenoverse. So it's just basically okay. a dead by daylight type of game where you oh, play right. one of the characters from the, the original Dragon Ball so oh, you nice. just like go into the map and you're supposed to collect the keys from different maps while you get chased by either uh, Cell, Freezer or Margin Boo. Not Nappa then. Not Nappa. <laughs> that would be that would Puppy. be good because I think because that <laughs> makes sense because every <laughs> interval is like each of the area gets destroyed and yeah. then, so I think if that map would be a better choice because oh, when yeah. he comes save once at a time, he'll be doing like this, and then it's just like blows up the planet. <laughs> Sorry, that means the area. <laughs> Ghost map. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just okay. just but... yeah, see what you can like deliver the lines when oh someone gets over to the time machine and tries to prepare it to get. Uh, get away from this uh, damned timeline. What would Napa say about it? <laughs> what was the? Uh, I'm trying to think of the lines now. It's been so long since I've watched Dragon Ball Just Ball's make your own up. Hi. I'm gonna kill you all. I'm Napa. La la la. <laughs> and then, and then you see someone like fills with a time machine because they get all the bits there, and then they get to repair the time machine and then they just fly out of here. So what would oh, no. just say to it? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Escaping! <laughs> what are we going to do, Vegeta? Oh no! What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> then, and then when you have someone like goes underwater, discovers some treasure, and then Nappa comes in and goes and kills the person, what will he say? And then discovers treasure in a chest. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? Oh, shiny. And then he kills that person and. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> so 
ASPCA even if it sets up in the like oh shoot ha that guy's dead oh treasure oh treasure <laughs> ah my face my precious modeling career <laughs> that's like my favorite line I don't know why that line makes me laugh because... <laughs> yeah that's what happens when someone like turns into Krillin and then like fires a distraction it's because another feature in this game is that sometimes you get those gifts and you used to like get extra power-ups and sometimes it just turns you into one of the Dragon Ball C characters like you All turn right. into Vegeta or even Yamcha and then you just like Yamcha. try to take on the uh, like take on the I think the arch villain of whatever these things are called. But yeah, you get like Frieza, Cell, and Majin Buu. And oh. hopefully Nappa comes in by DLC. So just <laughs> yeah. imagine like, everyone like, cut, like grips up on him and blasts a laser beam at him. Or oh, like no. fights him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, so maybe, maybe I'll play that game when it comes out. I don't know. We'll see. Um, next game is Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. We watched this in the, uh, the Xbox ID and Xbox event. It's very similar to what we were just saying, four-on-one multiplayer, right? I mean, it's Ghostbusters. Yes. I mean, I'm not first. It might be fun. I haven't heard much about it, but if anyone likes it, then speak it up, because we're probably not that interested in it but i think yeah. it's just a basically good general idea of what it is yeah you're a ghost or a buster and you've got a ghost the best yeah anyway oh, the ghostbusters <laughs> off to fight ghost napper ghost napper no oh no <laughs> uh <laughs> so october ghost napper ghost napper uh, October 18th is Plague Tale Requiem, which I cannot wait for. That game looks so bloody good. It is the Last of Us Part 2 that should have been. It is the good version of Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, Last of Us Part 2 What does say sucks. about that in comparison to Last of Us Part 2? <laughs> it's way better than Last of Us Part, part 2. Uh, part 2 sucks. <laughs> I'm never. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> but no, Re- Requiem. Oh my god, Plague Tale Requiem looks so good. I love Plague Tale, uh, the first one. Uh, of course, it's called now Innocence. Plague Tale Innocence was such a good game, and if you haven't played it, you sh- you should really get around to playing it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a really good game. It's essentially it's like The Last of Us, but actually good. You know, so uh, <laughs> I like The Last of Us Part One. I did I did like Part Two, uh, but it, like um, you play as. Um, Oh, what's the name? Bloody hell, I can't remember the name. Hugo and uh, his his sister, who I can't remember the name of, which is annoying yeah. me. Cause Alicia, Alicia, Alicia. Yeah, you play as Alicia, and in this game now, you actually have a crossbow and stuff. In the old game, you didn't. So you have like a slingshot, like a crossbow. You got to like go around stealth killing people, and it's like you got to avoid the Spanish Inquisition. Which is not a Monty Python sketch. Nobody actually... expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Nobody. Not not a Monty Python. They're actually quite scary in this game. Not like Monty Python. Uh, and then also there's rats everywhere. Hence why it's called Plague Tale. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, spoilers, I guess. Hugo could control rats. I mean, that's like part of the the new gameplay mechanic. So you can control rat like water, like it's like almost like water. It looks like water, almost like like a river of rats. You can control them and stuff, and it looks sick as hell. It's really cool. And then, like as Alicia, you have a crossbow and like a slingshot and stuff, and you can go around stealth killing people. It looks cool. As I said, it looks like a good version <laughs> of the Last of Us Part Two. So <laughs> I can't wait for it. I'm really excited for it. And then on the October the 20th, we have Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Um, yay! I I like the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed the first one. It was like XCOM. Mario XCOM, but this one is Mario XCOM in space. I uh, don't really know yeah. what else to say. It looks good. I'm, I'm not probably not going to buy it. I like the first one, but Me I, didn't, neither. I, didn't fi- I didn't finish it. I enjoyed it though for what I played. Uh, but it looks good. And I, if, you, if you if you like XCOM and you've got a Switch, I would recommend trying out the first one at least. Maybe try out the new one if if you want. Okay, then. Well, it does um, have a Bowser as one of the well, playable yeah. characters. But what will happen if, like, I just don't know whether the Wario is going to be in the game day? I don't know. Do you think? Waluigi. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Waluigi going to be? <laughs> uh, maybe Waluigi? I don't know. Um, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we have Persona 5, October 21st. Persona 5 Royal. Um Mm. I have this on PS4. I completed the first dungeon and I really enjoyed it and I wanted to go back to it. And then I found out it was coming to Xbox, so I stopped playing it. So now I'm going to wait. Mm. When it comes on Xbox, I will be playing it again. And nice decision. <laughs> it's really good. Have you played Persona 5? It's, it's really good. Persona no, 5 but I only played like a few cutscenes and probably the first campaign of like uh, Persona 4 on my oh, right. PS Vita. Persona, yeah, because that's coming as soon as well. Persona Four Golden, but there's no date for that. But Persona Five, I would, yeah, definitely recommend trying it out. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The art style and the music's good, and the gameplay's fun. Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I want to play more of it. As I said, I got past the first dungeon, and then I was getting into the later story, and then I and then I stopped playing it because I had other things to play, and then. Also found out it's been Xbox, so I thought I'd rather play on Xbox than play on the on the PlayStation. So, and I might I might end up like uh, maybe even uh, using X Cloud for it and playing it like when I'm in work or whatever, <laughs> or 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 like when I'm abroad, when like on holiday or something, I can play it or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, it definitely looks good though. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, also on October the twenty first, we have Gotham Knights. Batman, mm-hmm. Batman's dead. Spoilers. Um, hmm. You 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 play as one of the four people who are almost like Batman, but not Batman. So it looks good. It looks fun. I like the Arkham games. If it plays like the Arkham games, I'm I'm down for it. I guess. I haven't watched much trailers for it. Are you interested in Gotham Knights? Uh, not much because I haven't heard much about it. To be honest. Yeah, it's just four point. Four-player co-op uh, Arkham game. So, I mean, that, that sounds good to me. I'll, I'll definitely have a look at it. Uh, there yeah, we have new, I think new... I like the sound of a co-op, though. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, new, new Tales of the Borderlands from the Borderlands. Never heard uh, of it before. Yeah, uh, it's Telltale. 
like the Telltale Walking Dead and all that, but it's Borderlands. The first one was funny. I never finished it though, but it was it was funny from what I played. Everyone really rates it really high, so the the remake of the new version might be good. I we'll have to wait and see. Then uh, October the twenty eighth, we have Bayonetta three, the next game I'm playing on my Switch. Um, Bayonetta is one of the best action action hack and slash type games available on the market. Bayonetta 2 was a masterpiece, so I'm really looking forward to Bayonetta 3. I, I can't wait. There's not really much more I can say than that. It looks fun. It looks great. Um, I played Bayonetta 1 on, like, uh, at EGX, and then I got it on, like, Xbox. It was a masterpiece. And then Bayonetta game. 2, it's just like, I got it on the Wii U, played yeah. for a while, but then haven't completed it. <laughs> then I got it on the Switch, and then I just, like, beaten it. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. So pretty awesome. I, I I don't know if I'm in the rush to get Bayonetta free straight away, but it's some, definitely something I'll be thinking about. I, I've I've already pre-ordered it. I've already downloaded it, so I'm ready to go for whenever it comes out. I'm excited. Uh, and then in November we have Pentiment. Not sure what to expect for this. This is from Obsidian. It's Obsidian have done a really good job. They, I mean. I was going to call this episode as Obsidian Save 2022. That was one of my ideas for a topic of the show. Because Grounded mm. was so good. I'm really enjoying Grounded. And uh, Pentiment looks interesting. It's like arty. And it's a, a, like an RPG. It's like a murder mystery. Uh, like Renaissance. It looks like a Renaissance painting come to life. It looks good. I... I, I it's more... I'm more, I'm more I'm more interested that the people who make it, it's more that I know the people who made it I have got good pedigree and I know that they can make good games than the actual trailers being interested in me is that I know the people who make it are very talented that's basically the reason I'm interested in it more than anything else is the the pedigree of it you know um have you had any, any interest in Pentiment? uh not really I yeah. haven't heard about it for months. But what I heard so, about something that hasn't been known by anybody since RTX or even spoke about is Ruby Arrowfell, which which has been discussed about on RTX 2021. And then okay. n- nothing's came out from it. Then this year, it's like Ruby yeah, yeah, yeah. Arrowfell is got mentioned at RTX 2022. And only has like a full 2022 date but oh. no more fun there so i just don't know whether that's going to come out this year or next year like with um ruby volume 9 i have no idea your your guess is because i've never i've never even heard of it but it, you know maybe maybe it'd be, it'd be it's a bit like <laughs> it's a bit like shante except you can like switch between different characters oh, okay, and it's a bit cool. of a metroidvania one but don't expect this to come on Game Pass and instead, like, try to buy it. Like, I don't know yeah. if there's any pre-orders for it, but apart from that, it's just like, yeah, it just comes up with the RTX and then somehow we don't know if if it's ever going to come out. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea. We'll have to look into that. Um, you put on the list Humankind. I have no idea what Humankind is. I think it's like an art... Is it like Civilization? I think that's the... Uh, like, yeah, the a bit like Civilization. It's coming out on Xbox on November, but okay. not that I ever heard of it. It's just like it's coming out 
on November. But I don't know, he's just uh, been out for a few years, to be honest. Fair enough. Well, now we're on to the big games now. These are the big, big games. November 8th, Sonic Frontiers, Sonic Breath of the Wild, Sonic 06 2, Sonic... Pretty much. Yeah, it looks like a Sonic game. And it's coming out the day before God of War Ragnarok. Good luck with that, Sonic. You, 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 you're <laughs> dead in the water there. God of War Ragnarok, the reason to own a PS5, the reason I have a PS5, the reason I have a PS5 that's been collecting dust for months because I haven't played it, but I will be playing it when God of War comes out. And then I will stop playing it until Spider-Man comes out because I mainly play my Xbox. And that is the honest <laughs> truth. <laughs> I will play my PS5 for like two days when God of War comes out and then I will stop playing it as soon as I beat God of War. Um, that is the honest truth. It looks good. I mean, the first one was fantastic. So, yeah, bring it on. I'm looking forward to it. And then we have soon to be a first party game, but not quite yet. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Ooh. Bang, bang, mm. shoot people in the face. Run around, shoot people. Pew, pew, pew. Call of Duty. I heard more about the original Modern Warfare 2 than this one. And yeah. to be honest, I haven't heard much about it. So if anyone's excited for it because of the multiplayer, then best of luck. But I I've think when some... this comes out, then it'll probably kill like Halo Infinite. Because Halo Infinite yeah. is supposed to release their... Uh, season 3 instead it's getting a forged beta but even so it's probably going to be completely enveloped by the launch of Modern Warfare 2 yeah I'm not much of a Call of Duty person I will probably play it when it comes to Game Pass I'm not going to be buying it though so as soon as the as soon as Xbox gets this Activision deal done I will be getting it on Game Pass and playing it then I'm not going to be not going to be paying 70 quid for it though no chance uh, and then the the game I'm actually looking forward to coming out this year, November eighteenth, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. Woo! I've pre-ordered yeah, Violet. I th- I think I'm being more interested for the game, and yeah, I'll be looking at getting Pokemon Violet too. But yeah. I just don't know because I pretty much be faced with a huge choice. But I think so far I'm looking at either Bayonetta three or get Pokemon Violet. But Ooh, I don't know, course. because I don't really have a lot of interest in getting any of those games, to be blunt. I'm looking forward to it. It's top of my list. I'm very excited for it. Um, yeah, I like Pokemon. It's, it's like my uh, yeah guilty pleasure game. My dog's just hit a bat. If you wonder what that thing was, you just hit a bat a ball. <laughs> my dog's in here. But, uh, yeah, so Pokemon Violet is what I pre-ordered. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. More of an open world type game. You can do them in different orders and stuff. It's pretty much what everyone's always wanted yeah, from I think a Pokemon game. So. Yeah, I think that's what really makes it more interesting because Pokemon Sword of Shield, you had to go through the linear progression story. But because yeah. Scarlet and Violet is like, it's more open world and yeah. allows more flexibility because it's made primarily for switch so yeah. you get like lots of new things better shaders and you can also like play the game however you want it so i would imagine this would probably be a huge game 
But who knows? I might be able to find out from the reviews, just like with every yeah. other game on the list. I'll let you know if it's any good, because I will be playing it day one. Very, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. uh, then next up, so we've only got three games left to go. We're almost at the end of this list now. So the next up is Callisto Protocol. From the creators of Dead Space comes Dead Space, but called a different name. <laughs> From the creators of Dead Space, we have Callisto Protocol. It looks gruesome. It looks kind of cool. I'm kind of excited for it in a weird way, even though I don't really like horror games. I think it looks kind of rad. I don't know about you. <laughs> Not much, Anna? really. Just just a shrug, okay. <laughs> for our audio <laughs> listeners, that was a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. Um, it looks it looks cool. Graphically looks very impressive. Uh, it looks gruesome in parts. I think if I had to choose between Callisto Protocol and Scorn, I would pick Callisto Protocol. Though, if I'm gonna have, if I'm gonna play one horror game this year, it's gonna be uh, Callisto Protocol. So, there you go. Yeah. That. Uh, then we have Crisis Core Reunion, Final Fantasy VII Remake Reunion. The, I don't know, remastered. I remake. completed it on my PSP, and I still have that copy. So I think it's yeah. really nice for the remaster with some like updated graphics, but I think I would definitely like like go for it again and even no. say it's probably not going to be on like Game Pass. No, it's weird to me that we we're getting Crisis Core, but we're still not getting Final Fantasy VII remake. That's the weird mm. thing. Is this is a spin-off to Final Fantasy VII, but we're not getting Final Fantasy VII. It's like Square Enix are just teasing us a bit here. They're being real dicks about it. It's like, what are you doing, Square? <laughs> Let's have Final Fantasy VII properly, goddammit. Um, I might play it. I don't know. Everyone says it's good, and it's... Is it, isn't it supposed to be like a real-time strategy, or have I got the wrong end of the stick? Is it like well, Fire Emblem? Well, it's a bit or? similar to like Kingdom Hearts. Not that I played it, but oh. when I played it, it's just like it's more action-based, and you go around and perform commands. Oh, maybe not, then yeah. you have this like slot machine that will save her. And whether you get matches or anything like that, sometimes a cutscene plays or you do like a massive attack that does like huge damage. And I think it's really quite clever for the whole system in it back then. But I don't know, it's probably like a chat stays who've been playing Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 15. But I think the Crisis Core is just like takes on the. You, takes on an action-based uh, RPG system with yeah. an interesting twist on it. So, who knows? I only really play one JRPG every year, and it's usually Pokemon. So I'll, I'll probably be playing Pokemon, and if I if I play any other JRPG, I'll probably be Persona 5 Royal. So I'm not likely to be picking this up. But you never know. I I thought mm. it was I thought I heard it was like Fire Emblem, but if it's not like Fire Emblem, then nah, I'm not really uh, interested. I like Fire Emblem, you see. I like I like RTS. Well, I think the Fire Emblem new game is coming out on January next year. But I will be, I will also be the, that as well. Yeah. So what's coming out on December the thirteenth, which is likely to overshadow the Crisis Core, is like High on Life. Woo! Is it? Game of the year, even though it's not. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty, the game, sort of. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for it. Morty. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Rick. <laughs> he just does the one voice for everything. It's amazing. So you, yeah, if you haven't seen Higher Life, you have a gun 
that talks to you and it's the voice from Rick. It's, it's, it's Morty's voice from Rick and Morty and he talks to you while you're shooting things. It looks incredible. <laughs> it's a Rick and Morty game. I mean, what wars you want. Um, aliens <laughs> are abducting humans and using them as drugs. Hence why the game is called High on Life. So they're using humans as drugs. And uh, you've got to try and save the humans from the drug, the drug, alien drug cartel. It's, you can't, it's so random. I love it. Um, <laughs> each gun has yeah. its own personality and its own dialogue and stuff as well, which is weird, but I'm totally down for that. So if you complete the game with one gun, you play the game again with another gun, they have a totally different set of dialogue, which is cool. So each each gun has its own characteristic and own dialogue and stuff. <laughs> it looks looks yeah. really fun. I'm really looking forward to playing it. It's um, it's my most anticipated game at the moment, apart from that, apart from yeah. Pokemon, that <laughs> Pokemon, those two, one and two. I'm very excited for it. Uh, mm. I'm annoyed it got delayed to December because it was supposed to be coming out this month, but they pushed it back. They even admitted that they pushed it back because they didn't want to face God of War. They literally said that. I was like, nah, we don't want to face God of War. We're, we're going to go to December. <laughs> so, fair enough. <laughs> apparently, actually, we were talking about Stadia earlier. Apparently, this was going to be a Stadia exclusive. And then Stadia died. So, now Xbox got it. That's how Xbox got it exclusive. So, that's a, thank you, Stadia, for being useless. We got, now we've got, <laughs> we got a higher life. Yay. I can't wait for Higher Life. So good. Oh, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. And my dog's decided to be a pain in the ass. Sit down. I'm recording. Sit down. <laughs> she likes to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. She'd come over here in the camera if she's good. There you go. She's on camera, sort of. Just see her head. There he is. Yeah. There she is. <laughs> she's on camera. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's Higher Life is. Uh, that's the last game on our list. So that is the uh, the roundup for quarter four of twenty twenty two. The last, the end of the year, the the tis the season of uh, games. Uh, I I thought we I thought there wasn't going to be much this year to play, but there is quite a lot on the on the list of games. I mean, what would you say top three out of those games would be your top? What would be your well, top three? well, at least you're not likely to be dogged down just like you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But me, I think to me it's just that I'm probably like looking more at like Switch games instead of Xbox games because I don't think there's a lot going on with it. Like for what is supposed to come out of Activision could have been like Xbox games, but they still haven't like got through with the deal with no. Activision. But then I think it's just like lots of different games and I'm just like I just don't really have time to like try sample out everything. And Persona 5 will be, like, interesting, but then it's just, like, uh, I'm just going to end up going through lots of cutscenes, play yeah. s- stage, and then there's just, like, oh, I just have so much time to waste on this thing, and yeah. I just feel like I could use this opportunity to finally catch up with my Cinder Blade Chronicles 3, because that oh, offers yeah. the same thing, except you yeah. get less cutscenes. Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm excited for Playtale... Playtale Requiem, uh, Bayonetta 3, Pokemon, and Higher Life. Those are the four I'm really <laughs> looking forward to. Maybe God of War as well, but I'm thinking I might get God of War for Christmas instead of getting it. Instead of paying full price for it day one, I might just wait until I get it for Christmas instead of buying it day one. Because money is tight, I don't like have, you've said. I just don't have a lot of uh, what I want for Christmas, to be honest, because... Yeah. 
I just don't think Christmas is that exciting, and I don't really no. think of a lot of gift ideas for it. But some people can be like so mad about Christmas that, oh, what's Christmas is over, then start counting down to Christmas. Yeah. Then you go to the supermarket, it's just like, oh, there's Christmas stuff on it, and it's not even Halloween yet. Which yeah. is why I did a pitch of a ghost go around and seeing the Christmas stuff on it, and it's just like, but it's not even Christmas yet. <laughs> No, we're not even Halloween yet, so it's ridiculous. But yeah, most of the games I've wanted to play are on Game Pass, so I'm saving a bit of money there, which is good. Uh, but yeah, God of War, probably want to get, but I will wait till Christmas to get that, probably. And mm. then Call of Duty, I'll wait until it comes to Game Pass, if it ever comes, if we ever get this deal done. <laughs> Soon, I hope. Fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's our topic of the show. That is the show for the week. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we finish the episode? Well, I don't know. It's just like... At the moment, I'm a bit split, as I said, about Bayonetta 3 and Pokemon. But I think it's yeah. just at the moment. Like, I have a lot to expect for like the this year. Because I know it's like, supposed to be really cool, good about the games and stuff like that. But yeah. in addition to what I'm saying, like I'm doing loads of art for this month. And I think yeah. there was a few things I need to attend to. But I'm just like be busy making Salem art for movies so that's, that's what I'll be doing then next month is the National Novel Writing Month so Ooh. like I just like write a 50 word thousand word draft and I had to decide what I should write but whenever I do those kind of things it really takes my time away from games too so I may not have oh, yeah. time for anything there like I got there's like that animal uh, crossing new horizons and it's just like Oh, this is like really interesting and stuff like that. And November every year, you definitely like collect on mushrooms. But oh, yeah. I didn't do a lot of this. We even check every day to see whether the mushrooms grow up because it needs to be on like a bed of grass that's not being decorated. And it was an absolute nightmare. So oh. I didn't have time because what I was supposed to check on every day, I ended up like uh, writing my book and making sure I hit. 1600 words every day just imagine that like writing writing about the half of the school essay <laughs> I, I, i'm not very good at writing i'm not much of a writer i did my dissertation with ten thousand words for university but that's like the most i've ever written and it was a nightmare it was too much <laughs> just How imagine like doing like ages? 50 yeah just just imagine like doing five times that much what, what do you yeah, think no, no, thank you. <laughs> my, the draft of my first book at the moment, it's just like goes beyond like 50,000 words. So it's yeah. going to be a bit of a big read, but I'm still working on it. But I'm hoping to wrap it. this up before I work on a different story in November. But yeah. but I think the animal course on New Horizons is just like, oh, I've got the achievement for like counting to the odds of New Year with it. But that's the last thing I did with it because... I know the Halloween stuff on it is like cool, but I already got fed up with it. Like, yeah. I was like busy like trying the different kind of island and try to decorate it with a garden, but I haven't yeah. never got around to it in the end because I think I just had enough of this game. It's just like tries to treat it as a chore, yeah. so I just have yet to like go for the game that's like really enjoyable. But it just seems every game I've played so far is just like you're playing it as a chore, like. The Tales Carabunga Collection is just like a bunch of games and you always have fun with it. Yeah. But other games, it's just like 
you just work to get all the achievements. So that's how I that's view fair. games at the moment. So yeah. hmm. that's not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> I I, I, to, I I just enjoy. I just try to enjoy myself. If I don't like a game, I just stop playing it. That's usually my the way I the way I feel. So. Uh, well, at the yeah. moment, for me, I just don't play a lot of games, and I just yeah. like catch up with the Avatar: The Last Airbender, which mm. I'm on the second book at the moment. All right, okay, well, that's cool. I need to do some other things with my, uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, 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 I'm still playing. I'm grounded, and uh, Deathloop. Those are like I'm basically I'm obsessed with them at the moment, and I'll you could probably... like. Go you ahead. could like shrink down to the small size and work in your own garden. <laughs> My own garden has Touch... been flattened now. There's nothing there, so <laughs> you boring. can just shrink down and like go around the grass and build houses there. Assuming it's your mum doesn't like accidentally come out and step on your houses. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no there's no grass out there or anything. It's literally just dirt. So you literally just a giant. It'd, it'd like, be like being in the desert. Be like being in the middle of the Sahara if you if you if you shrunk in my garden, it's just a big. How about you grab some potatoes with it? <laughs> I might do. <laughs> I might do. Make make do some uh, some uh, vet, some uh, farming. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're living in the UK at the moment. The pound is no like is uh, is, is same as the dollar. Anything. Yeah, we're 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 broke over here, so maybe I should start growing potatoes. It actually might be like start farming get some kind of second income or get some food supplies in the case of the old goes it all goes to shit <laughs> like, like it already has oh, yeah man. just checking the price prices at the to. moment because i don't we're checking know. like how much <laughs> how much of a dollar is compared to the one pound so it's bad hang on a i'll just the americans usually are much better off than we do where is our country's falling apart where we are so screwed yeah. Well, actually, it's starting potatoes. to raise up because it's 1.15 hey. in the moment, so it's not so bad. But I think compared to, like, say, uh, last year, it's like 1.38. Not bad, right. but it's still ridiculously low. So just be careful when you like do subscriptions in dollars because you might be paying extra for it. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah, I might grow some potatoes. Now you said that, <laughs> just give me some, <laughs> have some food supplies just in case it all goes tits up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that's that's it for this week's episode. I guess is, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Yeah, I think I think I've just like shared of what I'm gonna do, and I think yeah. the chances are I'll be like distancing myself from games. But I think during winter and on towards spring, I might catch up with some other games too. I mean, yeah. I got such a huge back catalogue, but I'm still like stacking up on Microsoft Awards to get like Game Pass Ultimate for free. Yeah, fair. I do. I do the same thing. Well, we uh, maybe we'll play some grounded together. Like you, like you play that. Maybe that'll be a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that is it for episode twenty-one of Xbox the Box. Uh, it was a fun episode. I enjoyed myself. Thank you for your time, Alice. Appreciate it as always. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe because we're still quite a small YouTube channel and we want to grow. And if you uh, if you're listening to us on on any audio services, please rate us high. We really appreciate it, and it means a lot. It really does. Uh, thank you for watching, and until next time, too sweet.
Thank you for listening to the X Monks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening. <laughs>